0: Hello and welcome to The Prime Actor with me Rhiannon Mosson. and me Mazian Holt In The Prime Actor we bring you an all-access pass to the world of acting, singing, dance, musical theatre and all that's in
1: between The Prime Actor is sponsored by the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School an award-winning part-time drama school with branches all over London Check out their sister company Stage in the City who run performing arts classes for adults all over London and online Today we're joined by the brilliant Vincent Jerome. Vincent is
0: award-winning London-born film and theatre actor. He trained at London Metropolitan University in Holloway and his credits include Transformers The Last Night, and upcoming, that's a hard word apparently, upcoming (laughs) Warner Brothers blockbuster Wonder Woman 1984. Vincent also plays the lead in Fool's Errand, a short film that he wrote and produced that is part of this year's BAFTA-qualifying
1: British Urban Film Festival. Um, Vincent, Vince, what are we going with?
2: Uh, it's up to you, I don't mind, yeah, um, Vincent. I'm going to go Vince, Yeah, cool.
1: feeling quite casual today. Yeah. Vince, welcome to the Actor. thanks for joining us. Um, now, over the last few seasons, we've spoken to brilliant actors, directors, producers and more about everything from returning to work to keeping busy mm-hmm. and the power of rest. So today, we wanted to focus on the wait.
0: <laughs> so weight. the wait
1: between jobs can be
0: <laughs> excruciating for actors. It's a nerve-wracking time that tests the best of them. And obviously, if anything, the pandemic has shown us there is life outside a career. And Vincent, um, how have you coped with the pandemic? And COVID aside, um, do you have a coping strategy for waiting between roles?
2: Um. Okay, there's two questions there. How have I been coping? Okay, yeah, I've been, um, I've been, I don't want to throw it in anybody's face, but I've been doing okay. Um, Last year, which was 2019, was probably my (laughs) busiest year, so I did uh, a bunch of shorts, I did um, uh, some filming for Warner Brothers, I I did a run of a play twice and I did various other bits and bobs. I did um uh some work like some R&D uh, research and development work uh, for the old Vic. So last year was basically my busiest year as an actor and I kind of took that momentum into this year. But what I didn't realize was that I needed a break. I um I was doing things because Yes, I love acting, and yes, I love doing the thing I love doing. But um, I, I wasn't given it the same kind of passion, the same kind of energy that I was. Um, and actually, when things, when the first lockdown came about, I had a trip to LA planned, um, and um, I was going to have a really. It, it intensive week of meetings with uh producers casting directors agents managers all these kinds of people and then um and then that fell through obviously uh still planning to do that at some point but it was an opportunity for me for the first time in a really really long time to stop and drop all of that. So when you took, it's funny, when you said about the weight, I'm going to talk about a different weight, it was kind of like the pressure that I put on myself to um, be this machine, you know what I mean, this this, this person who acts all the time and makes sure everything's in the right, everything's in the right place and I'm always ready and I'm always on. That energy really, uh, I didn't realise at the time, took a toll on me. So when I had a chance to stop and just breathe and just be me, not me as you know Vincent Jerome, the the actor, um, but just me. It was actually really welcome. It was it was it was nice. I mean.
1: so did you? I think I mean I resonate a lot with what you're saying there. But for me, the biggest le- lesson that this pandemic has taught me is that the division between career and my life because I never had that division before it was always uh my career is my life and and that meant that when I got rejections I took it personally every single time right okay so for you did you find that there was a gap that opened up between your career and life or were you already able to do a kind of work-life balance
2: um was there a division no did I have a good mm. uh, career life balance? No. Um, <laughs> I. So you know, um, I don't know how candid uh, Miss Mossen is is about these things, but me and me and and trained together, and um, mm-hmm. in, during that time, Let's
0: put it out there, <laughs> don't hide put it. it. Out there, you know, <laughs>
2: we, we trained together, and um, you know, we friends for many really years, <laughs> and you know, I love her dearly. Um, so. Um, That aside, I I look back on those years at at my younger self and I'm like, oh wow, okay, you really sabotaged any chance of you doing anything else, like you literally made it. So even if I wanted to quit, I wouldn't even know how to start. And I was like, touche, touche younger self. Um, so I (laughs) (laughs) honestly, like I, I, I look back and I'm like, you little, but I, so basically that was it that my whole thing is, is, is acting and, and, um, it's the thing that I've chosen to do. But, um, unlike yourself, I didn't really, I didn't take, I don't, I didn't take things too personally because um we had a lecturer called tara who was divisive to a lot of people but she was wonderful to me um and she gave me she she was the first time i had real rejection was when i was in uni Uh, i applied for something the bbc were doing and i didn't get it and i was crushed because i was i was like how can i not get it like i'm dope how can i not get it and then, um, <laughs> but honestly, that's how I thought. I was like, you know, I was, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to do this thing. And how can I not? And then she just broke it down that actually, not. You're not always going to get the job, and you, you know, what I mean, you may not be the right person for that job. It doesn't mean that you're not good at what you do. And actually, the seeds of that conversation have really um, kept me going throughout my time as an actor. Uh, to the point now where I, I've always been comp- confident I would work. Um, but then, part of me thought to myself, "Is it just me gassing myself up?" But then there's been then there's been certain things that's happened along the way. I've been like, "No, no, no, you are good enough to work." So that kind of me self doubting thing comes and goes, but it's not as powerful. Um, Sorry, it's a really long answer and I haven't really answered your question, but when it comes to work-life balance, um I just pulled all of myself into my career. Um and actually, if I could be candid about it, it wasn't until what happened with George Floyd earlier this year and the um and the protests with you know, and that's a few months in. That's a few months into lockdown where I was like Oh yeah, I am more than an actor, I am more than a a filmmaker, I am more than these things. I have things to say, I have opinions on things, I have things that I enjoy that outside of acting, I, I, there's things I stand for, there's, and I, and I, and during the process of working and constantly trying to be proactive, uh, I forgot about that. And actually it was like, yeah, I've got a voice and I don't really care about, if it's not something that, you know, because as actors we're told to be, you know, in a way seen and not heard, you know, we're not supposed to have opinions, we're not supposed to be people, we're just supposed to be these faceless things that people put clothes on and do funny voices and all these kind of stuff and it's just like, no, I'm a person. And um, so when that kind of happened, it just was a little bit of an awakening of like, oh yeah, there's bigger things happening and... It made me look at myself and made me just try and fill out those gaps that I had neglected for the best part of, I mean, definitely the last, last three, four years.
0: I think it's really refreshing to hear somebody, you know, somebody say like, I needed that break. I needed to find the other things about myself because you don't hear that that often particularly in our industry because people are just like but I've got just on this running treadmill I've just got to get whatever the next thing is Mm -hmm. and um, I'm actually heard an interview really recently with uh, Chiwetel who said nearly exactly the same thing as that and again I thought oh my gosh you never hear people say that Mm -hmm. you just don't and he kind of said like and in a forced break like I would never have taken that break Mm. yes so this was like you know something bigger had to happen in order for me to to do that and obviously he's in a situation where i'm making an assumption here but financially he's probably like you know comfortable and yeah you'd hope so otherwise he's gone very wrong um so you you know that is everyone's kind of in a different situation but there are i feel like during this time two extremes of people like the people who've taken a break, whether that was forced or by choice, or those who've probably worked harder than they've ever worked in their yeah. life. And yep. so it it's, you know, when, when things change again, you know, there are going to be two, two sides of people. Like we, you know, we're going to come out of this mm-hmm. with very different experiences, obviously, but mm-hmm. also some of us are going to be really, really tired <laughs> and some yeah. of us are not. So, you know, yeah. it's just interesting.
2: No, a hundred percent. And you know, uh, I'm glad that, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that I could inadvertently echo any words to Giotel, because he's, he's, he's wonderful. Um, but yeah, you're completely right. And I'll, I'll be, one of the things about the break and kind of getting back to me and about not the kind of me that I feel I should be, but the me that actually, you know, bridging the gap between professional me and actually just me, me, so it's just one person, but just many facets. Um, You know, it's kind of dictated... I had to look back at a lot of things, a lot of things that I've done uh, as an actor, a lot of things that I thought excited me, and then really dig back to going back to the days of London Met, where it was like, what made you want to do this? Like, what are the things? And it's like... um, And I'm super happy for all the experiences that I've had. Um, Not all of them have been great, but like that I'm happy to have had those experiences. Um, But it made me think to myself, no, what do you want to do? And it just kind of really cemented certain things. Like I'll be very honest, I had this trip to LA planned and I knew I was going to be doing it like six months ahead of time. Like I booked my ticket six months ahead of time and I was doing all this prep because I've been meeting all these people and I was, you know, I had monologues to learn and I had all these kind of things and I had like, because it's America, so you have your pitch ready and you know, they want a product as soon as you, as soon as you get there, they want a product. And so I was getting my product, I was getting my, you know, my thing down. And it wasn't until that got postponed, because I'm still gonna do that, um, hopefully next year. Um, But I was relieved because I actually wasn't enjoying that process at all like i was do i was on autopilot on in a vehicle that had no fuel
0: wow mm. that's a good analogy yeah. a of, very good analogy and and you know the idea of kind of people getting a burnout and you hear about that mm. a lot in in every industry um but actually you probably hear it less in hours because yeah there's like you know you, you you've got less of a guarantee of things, I guess, is
1: the, mm. is that something you felt as well, Maddie, during? Yeah, for sure. I mean, to be honest, I, I've, this is the first time in the entire pandemic that I've understood how to rest. Like the whole, I mean, I wrote a TV series, I wrote a book, I I haven't stopped, like all of this stuff. I, as soon as that lockdown started and I lost a massive, I lost my tour and then I lost a TV series in you know two three days, one of which hopefully next year, one of which I've already done. But I was like, oh my god, I can't, I can't stop. And so I was like, okay, uh, I have, I've never written a book. Let me write a book. And I wrote the book, and then I was like, let's write a TV series. We wrote a TV series, and then now when all of that got submitted and pitched, I was like, oh, oh okay, oh all right, this is what everyone's do. okay. Right, let me just stop. And now. I mean, it's quite annoying that it's happened right at the very end. I wish I'd realised this at the beginning. But now I'm like, I'm oh, okay, it's all right. Like, I, I, didn't, I never gave myself permission. I don't know about you, Vince, but I, did never, I never gave myself permission to rest because I was like, if I take my foot off the gas, and obviously that is such an unhealthy, unproductive attitude. Okay. But when I, I never took my foot off the gas because I guess of fear, really. Because at my drama school when I trained, it was, don't wait, for, don't wait for the phone to ring, you go out there. And I think there's a difference. I see, you know, you're doing, <clears throat> you've written the, the short, you, you seem to be a really proactive actor, writer, producer, all of these things, same as me. But um, for me, I, I just didn't, I was scared to stop because I didn't want to get forgotten, I guess, which is a crazy thing to say because everyone's stopping. Mm. Um, I don't really know what my point is here, but yeah, I think I think uh, it's re- that's such a good analogy that you just said because you're right. Like that, having being on autopilot in a vehicle where you've got no gas. I mean, that's me.
2: Yeah, and it's it's something that is like one thing that I want to make clear to everybody who's listening or whoever is listening. Um, everybody, uh, but who, you know, <laughs> yeah, we've got thousands, yeah. thousands. <laughs> whoever's listening is that um, it, I. It, my whole thing is like I am a naturally lazy person, um, and anything that I really want to do and I really want to throw myself into, I want to get to a point where it becomes second nature, because then that takes the laziness out of it. Because you just it's like you literally program yourself. So when it came to being proactive, um, it was like conditioning. Like uh, I've never really played sports, um, but I've always been interested in a few things here and there. And as I've got older, I've I've become more interested in like MMA. And uh, even though you know I used to watch it with my uncles and stuff growing up, like I've got more into boxing. I don't, I don't do it myself. I don't train myself. But as a spectator, I've, you know, I have become interested in it. Interested in it and uh, I can borrow a lot of those mindsets with those people um, because you it is just about the doing sometimes and um, I don't think there's anything wrong with being proactive and Yes There's always something you could be doing there just is Um, But if it is A detriment to your well-being your mental health your peace of mind whatever you want to call it then you really have to kind of take a look at it um, and see how much you're willing to sacrifice of you to do that Um, and just to add real quickly there's a real unhelpful thing that exists in our industry and I think still exists and it's like if you don't go nuts and you don't go all out you don't really want it like you don't mm,
1: yeah um, definitely
2: and there's that's I think that's quite toxic because again, going back to London Met we were doing our final year piece and I was uh, working with a young lady uh, Rihanna knows who I'm talking about and we were doing um, our final year piece and we were doing a very intense play with very intense themes and uh mine and this actress's um relationship in the play uh was for lack of a better word uh extremely toxic um me and this actress got on like a house on fire (laughs) you know we we still speak from time to time now and um I I thought that she was amazing. Like, I was like, I am so lucky to be getting, doing this part with this actress, in this play, third year. This is amazing. And I remember we were rehearsing, um, I think, like, in the student union. We were just going running our lines and stuff. And she said... Um, I was like, oh, I can't wait to leave. You know, I'm going to hit the ground running. I'm going to, you know... Um, I think I'm gonna get an agent. Uh and I did have an agent before I left. Um, and then I was like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna get head new headshots and I'm gonna make sure put my seat, I'm gonna do all these things. Um and I was just super excited to get into the industry and just just kind of just get in and just get my teeth into it. And um in a really kind of sober, not kind of in no way regretting how she felt, she was like yeah I don't know if I want to do this you know I'm paraphrasing massively but she was like you know what I do want to do it and I love it but I would just kind of be I'd be probably more happy to have a get married and have some kids and have a family and all that kind of stuff and I was floored by that because for a number of reasons because she was just so honest about it and she was she didn't she wasn't trying to be like um well, she wasn't making excuses for that decision. That she knew herself enough to be like, I love doing this, but I have, if, it, if I had a choice, I'd do that. Like I have, a, I have a, the need for me and my personal, my personal desires are this. And it was so, it was, again, it was so refreshing because she didn't flinch at all. But also, I didn't judge her. And Normally I would have because I was really hard on myself. I still am But as a result of that me being hard on myself, I was hard on other people So I was one of those idiots who was like, oh, if you don't want it If you don't want to go all out if you don't want to blood sweat and tears, you don't really want it I was one of those because that's how I treated myself But then her saying that I had no judgment on her. I was like, yeah more power to you and ultimately she left and she got married and had kids and she's very successful in the industry she's working in and she's very happy Um, and she's got the life that she wanted but there is I think there is an element of knowing self sorry if I'm rambling but like there's an element of knowing self and knowing what makes you you because in times like this where if all you are is an actor and you then that gets taken away from you what's left and there needs to be something left
0: I've I've it, it just to go back to Chiwetel my apparently my favorite person yeah. but the it was with Ian in my oh, imagine <laughs> uh he was being interviewed by the director Ian Rickson and um he said exactly the same thing that it was like well what am I if I without my job without being a director and i know that's something that i feel and it's certainly not in the same creative way that you two would feel um but certainly like the you know working with the young actors that we work with it's like it is more than a job for me and sometimes probably to my detriment and i do sometimes think well when that if that goes then like you know what what do i what do i do do, you know and uh, thankfully i have been working and we've been working hard so that the children can still train and have classes and stuff in a very different way but there was a really you know clear time when that might not have been happening and then then what it's yeah you know and i think it's we have to have equal discipline so you talk about kind of being disciplined as an actor but you also have to be disciplined to give yourself some downtime to to stop. Yeah. And Nixon, which you can refer back to our last episode, Vince, to hear what Nixon means.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, right.
0: But it is just yeah. the art of doing
1: nothing. Mm, yeah, I've got a. a, a I'm going to say this, but it's going to come out really wrong. But I'm just going to say it. I have a life coach, right? Just go with me. Don't judge me. Anyway, I have a life coach. It's me. She's great, and <laughs> she. Um, She was saying to me this week like how it's clear that I I struggle to have time to rest and then she was like well you love routine and you love schedule so put rest in your goddamn schedule if you need to do it literally schedule the rest and she's like this week I want you to schedule morning afternoon and evening rest for 10 to 20 minutes each time like meditate sit there do nothing and I've done it this week and I'm like oh yeah Oh, yeah, cuz I'll ha- I don't know, I'm like I would love it to be an intuitive thing that I'm like I need to rest now but it's not for me so I'm working at it yeah
0: but I think it's like it doesn't have to be a criticism either way do you know I think Definitely some not. some of us are just you know I can't I can't just sit that's just not in my nature and mm. I've been like that since I was a child like that's just who I am That doesn't mean I'm better or more proactive than somebody else because they could argue, well, if you rested, you might even be even more efficient at whatever it is you're trying to do. So, you know, it's just personalities and I don't think we should give ourselves a hard time for just what we happen to have in our personality.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mm, For sure.
2: Also, very quickly, I just want to say that, um, you know, for whoever is... um, listening, if you are at the early parts of your career or you've been you know, or you're at the early parts of life, you may be, have done you may be younger than you may be younger than all of us and have done way more, who knows? So um, but you know let me let you into a little secret. N- nope. Actors don't always work, even the most successful ones. There's no actor that's mm-hmm. always working. So at some point, I'm gonna be quite harsh here, you're gonna have to figure out what it is you're about, what you like doing, what you want to do with your free time, who you are as a person, um, you're not going to have any choice, guys. Um, they, I can guarantee there is no actor on the face of this earth who works all the time. None. I
0: feel like I should clap to that. Shall <laughs> we do that? That's <laughs> wise words. Wise words. Nice, nice. Uh, if you have a burning question to ask about the world of acting or agenting, The Prime Actor has its own Instagram, so you can give us a follow at the Prime Actor Podcast.
1: We're going to finish each week with a quote to motivate or inspire you, and this week it's from Ovid, you know, the legendary Roman poet who wrote Metamorphosis. He said, Take a rest. A field that has rested yields a beautiful crop. Honour the space between things. Use downtime to rejuvenate. Stop the busy work and give yourself nourishing time to simply be.
0: Thanks for listening. And if you want to learn more about the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School, you can head to their website at www.annafiorentini.com.
1: Bye!